This is KMTT, Kimitzion Titzei Torah. On Mondays, we are having Rav Benjamin Tavori, who is giving a series this year on Mo'adei Hashanah, Shiurim, about the different holidays and festivals. Today's Shiur will deal with the character, the nature of the day of Tisha B'Av. In order to really understand it, I'd like to discuss today the various things that are usher, that are forbidden on Tisha B'Av, and try to explain the rationale behind each one of them. We know, basically, that Tisha B'Av has the same din as Yom Kippur for the purpose of the Inuyim. Those five forbidden categories that are Usr on Yom Kippur are Usr and Tisha B'Av, which means, of course, eating and drinking, wearing shoes, washing, using some ointments, and sexual relations. Let us just remember that on, the, on Yom Kippur, the Torah said, V'inisem es nafshal seichem. The Torah did not specify exactly what that word means, ve'inisem. We generally translate it as you should afflict yourself, you should have some suffering, and refraining from eating and drinking is certainly considered a fulfillment of the concept of inui. The other forbidden things on on Yom Kippur, like wearing shoes, uh, washing, uh, etc., involve a machlokas rishonim if they are really aser medaraisa or not. You see, the Torah did not specifically say what was aser. So the Chacham defined inui, and therefore there's a question rishonim whether it's aser on medaraisa or aser medrabanon on Yom Kippur. Of course, that's only in Yom Kippur. On Tisha B'av, all the laws of Tisha B'av are obviously drabanon. Nevertheless, the five inuyim are in place. Now, we're going to try to discuss one or two or perhaps three of them. We'll see how we get along. The law of washing is, interestingly enough, the first one I want to begin with. The Gemara in Tanis, on Dafyud Gimel, says that an Avel is Osir Lirchot Kolgufo, Ben Bechamin Ben Betzonan Kolshiva. In a regular Avel, a person, Rachmana Litzlan, who's in mourning, for the week of Shiva, cannot take a shower, cannot wash his entire body, whether he uses hot water or cold, or cold water. Avopanav Yadaviraglav, but just to wash his face, his hands, and his feet, they probably went barefoot, they probably didn't wear shoes and socks, so uh, you're, it was a hygienic problem not to wash your hands, your face, and your feet. So the Gemara says, Bechamin Asr, it's Asr in hot water, Avobetzonan Mutter, but in cold water, an Avil is allowed to, wi- to wash his hands, his feet, and his face. Now, the Gemara in Pesachim, on Dafnun Dalit, the Gemara has also a discussion about the laws of Tishabav. And the Gemara there, in Pesachim, says that 
Asur la adam sheyoshit etzbol b'mayim. A person cannot even put his finger in the water. B'tishabav. Kederech sheasur lahoshit etzbol b'yamakipurim. Similarly to Yom Kippur. The same way that on Yom Kippur a person is not allowed to wash at all. On Tishabav a person is not allowed to wash at all. So then the Gemara says, but is that true? By Yitana Sibor, by a regular fast that we know, that you can wash your hands and your face and your feet, at least with cold water. And but in Tishabav everything's Asr. The Gemara says uh, that our, our Gemara didn't mention it, but indeed that is true. Now, so it's interesting. We generally think that Tisha B'Av is a fast day. Of course Tisha B'Av is a fast day. And since Tisha B'Av is a fast day, it should have the law of a regular fast day. And therefore, it should be permitted to wash as on a regular fast day. On the other hand, it's a day of Avelis. But if it's a day of Avelis, then it should have the, the din that you can wash your hands, your face, and your feet. So, on one hand, we have the stringency of Avelis, and we say that you can't wash in Tisha B'Av. On the, hand, on the other hand, we say it's not like an Avel. So, where does all this come from? Revelvel, the Briskerov, in his classic work on the Rambam, on Chidushi Agriyas al Rambam, actually explains that both dinim are true on Tisha B'Av. And that's why it's important to understand the nature of the various Yisurim. The Briskerov said that on Tisha B'Av there are actually two different dinim. There's a din of Tanis, but besides the din of Tanis, there's a din of Avelus. So it's both a fast day and a morning day. So, and he refers specifically to the Easter of washing. Washing is Osir and Tishabah for two reasons. One, because every Tanis is Osir. And second, because of Avelis. Of course, the Chiddush of Tanis would be that it's a Tanis like Yom Kippur. Not a Tanis like Shiva Sabatamus that washing may be permitted, but a din of Tanis like Yom Kippur. But it's also a din of Avelus. Since it's a din of Avelus, so therefore, you can't wash at all. The same way an Avel can't wash, but you should have been able to wash at least Panaviyadavraglav. No, for that respect, it has the din of Yom Kippur. There are a number of practical differences and understanding whether the Iser Rechitza, this Iser of washing, indeed comes from the fact of Avelus or from the fact of Tanis. One of the questions would be, when a normal Tisha B'av, like this year, Tisha B'av is going to be on Thursday. So Wednesday, we eat the Sudam Avsekes. At the time we eat the Sudam Avsekes, as we've discussed in previous shiurim, it's basically a, a meal of Avelus. It's considered a sudas Avelus, a sudas Avelim, a meal of Avelus. But of course you're allowed to eat. So the Tanis didn't really begin yet. But in a sense, at least part of the Avelus began already. 
Therefore, the Briskirav explained that there is a sugya that would discuss if you're really not allowed to wash at the time of Sudmavsekis. And he quotes Rishonim, the Rush and the name of the Ramban, that says, Halacha from the time of Sudamavsekis, when the Avelus began, you're not allowed to wash like on Tishabav. But that can only be because of Avelus, because Tanis doesn't begin when you're eating the Sudamavsekis. But the Biskrav added, even though it's true that the Isa Rechitza is a din of Avelus, he said it's also a din of Tanis. Two dinim are involved. Another interesting difference would be when Tishabav is on Shabbos. So at the time of Suda Mavsekes, you don't have a Suda Savelim anymore. You have any meal that you'd like to eat in the phraseology of the halacha, afilu kisuda shlomo b'shato. You want to eat a, a, a meal like King Shlomo ate in his regal palace, you're allowed to eat the same type of meal Tishabav in the afternoon. Tanis doesn't begin during the time you eat the Sudam Afsekes. But after you eat the Sudam Afsekes, which is really a regular meal, on Shabbos itself, you're not allowed to eat anymore. Once the time comes or we discussed if you can be Mechabel, if there's a concept of accepting, or even a concept of Tosefes, which we mentioned last week, once that time approaches, you cannot any longer eat. Avelis on Shabbos is a different concept completely. So if the Isra Rechitza is based on eating, perhaps you would not be allowed to eat anymore. Once you're not allowed to eat, it's the din of Tanis, then Rechitza should be Yasser. Uh, on the other hand, as far as Avelis goes, there's no Avelis on Shabbos, at least for only Dvarim Shabbatzina. So, this point was made in the Sefer Emek Bracha by Ravari Pamaranchik. And he, he is a Talmud of the Biskarov. He died, Rav Pamaranchik died at a very young age. His, uh, he was known as one of the leading Talmudim of the Rav of Brisk, although he did not mention the Rav of Brisk in this particular Chiddush, he bases himself upon the idea that Tishabav indeed does have a dual aspect, the aspect both of Tanis and of Avelus. And therefore, he said on Shabbos, it would be questionable what started it. The Rav Soloveitchik from Boston of Yeshiva University in his classic Sefer, Shi'urim the Zecher Abba Mari, the Shi'ur that he gave in the, mem- in the memory of his father and his father's yard site, has a Shi'ur in the first volume that's called Tanis Sibur. In that Sefer, he discusses the, law- the laws in that article in Tanis Sibur, he discusses the Allah of Tishabaf. He says a little differently he said that the, then, then the briskerav. He said, on, on Tishabav, it's true, you're not allowed to 
put even your fingers into the water. So he said the Isa Rechitza is measured by the concept of Ino Yenad of Avelis. So he says really the Mechaev of Isa Rechitza is Avelis. The reason you're not allowed to wash is because of Avelis. But once you're Chayev and Avelis, then that Avelis creates a type of Inuy. Avelis is an Avelis of Rabim. And therefore, it's more Chamur than regular Avelis. And the Avelis of of Tishabav is transformed into an Isur Inui of like on Yom Kippur as well. So the Isur Rechitza, whether we learn like the Briskarav, or we learn like Rav Salavechik, certainly has in it a concept of Avelus, but it could also have a din of Tanis as well. Now, of course, Sicha, the idea of using the uh, ointments, would seem to follow the patterns of Rechitza as well, and therefore we won't deal with them specifically. However, the Isra Achila, eating on Yom Kippur, that for sure seems to be a halacha of Tanis. Tishabav is a day of Tanis. Why should we possibly entertain the notion that the din of Tishabav it has uh, the eating on Tishabav has anything at all to do with Avelus when we know that a regular Avel is allowed to eat? There's no Isur Achila for, for an Avel. So it would seem fairly obvious that the din of Tishabav should be based upon Tanis, not on Av- Avel. Un- unusually, we find in the Gemara, in Tanis Daflamid, the, the Gemara says, Tanarabonon, kol mitzvos ha-noagos ba-Avel, noagos ba-Tishabav, or noagos ba-Avel perhaps. All the mitzvos that apply to mourning, apply in Tishabav. Asur ba-achila u-shasiyah, All the laws of Avel apply on Tishabav. You're not allowed to eat, you're not allowed to drink, you're not allowed to use the ointments, you're not allowed to wear shoes, and sexual relations are forbidden. Rashi points out, when the Gemara says, Asr Bachilu Shasiyah, it seems an anomaly. Because the Gemara is talking about mitzvahs that apply to Avelus, apply on Tishabav, such as eating and drinking. Where did it find eating and drinking? Asr Ban Avel. So the Rashi says, The text of Rashi says there is a din of Achilo Shasiyah and Tishabah, but it's true that din doesn't apply on to a regular Avel. And a regular Avel is allowed to eat. But nevertheless, the text of the Gemara said that 
the mitzvahs of Avel, such as eating, drinking, etc., apply to on Tisha B'Av. Rishonim, who have a variant text of that Gemara, and they left out the words Achilo Shasiyah. It's very obvious why they left it out. Those Isuim of Achila and Shasiyah have nothing at all to do with the Avelis of Tisha B'av. However, the Pashtus of the Gemara, the simple meaning of the Gemara that Rashi quoted, is that there's a din of Avelis which forbids us to eat on Tisha B'av because of Avelis. Rabbi Salavechik, in that same article, pointed it out, pointed out that once there is an Easter of Avelis, so there's Avelis which really would forbid us to eat as well. And he said, Avelis the Rabbim Shani Avelus of Rabbim, now Rabbim means a lot of people, we'll get to it in a minute. Avelus the Rabbim, when there's an Avel, Avelus which applies to Rabbim, it's different than a regular Avelus, and therefore its Isur is transformed into Inuyim as well, as we saw by Rechitzah. The Rabbi Soloveitchik thought the Isa of Rechitza is based on Avelus, but it's transformed into a concept of Inui. So he said, there is no Isa at all of Achilles Shasiyah for Avelus, but the Chalos of Avelus, the fact that Avelus applies to Tisha B'av, and it's Avelus the Rabbim, that Avelus the Rabbim becomes transformed into an Isa of Inui, and therefore Achilles Shasiyah are also because of Inui. Because of the Inui, of Avelis. So even Rechitza and Sicha may be interpreted to mean that there is av- the Isra is Avelis. Of course, one should think you could also say it's a din of Tanis as well. The Chiddush of saying that it's Avel- that's based on Avelis, you need this Chiddush that Avelis the Rabbim is different. Now, I said before when we learn Rabbim, it means many people. But it could very well be that it doesn't just mean a large community, a large group of people. It would perhaps mean Avelus of Kal Yisrael. Sometimes when we have the word um, Rabbim, when we'll see the Sugya and Megillah of uh, Mikra, of Tamotorah, and we talk about Tamotorah the Rabbim, sometimes it might mean Tamotorah the Rabbim, the Rabbim of Kal Yisrael. Here, of course, in Tishabav, that's for sure true. The Avelis of Tishabav is Avelis the Rabbim, not just an Avelis of one person or one community, but it would be a Avelis of the entire Jewish people. That Avelis of the entire Jewish people, Rabbi Salvechik explained, would create the Avelis which creates Inui as well. The other din of Dinim of Tisha B'av that are things that are included in the Inuyim will not be discussed now, but I would like to mention one more point. Again, Rabbi Salavechik deals with it in his Sefer. Why shouldn't there be 
an Easter Malacha on Tishabav. Now, when we talk about Easter Malacha, obviously I don't mean an Easter Malacha like Shabbos. I mean an Easter Malacha like in general Avelis. Now, since we interpreted that Tishabav is a day of Tanis and a day of Avelis, so it would follow that the pattern of the Iser Malacha should apply to Tishab to Tishabav as well. In fact, the Pnei Yoshua, on that sugya of Psachim Dafnun Dalit, raised the question, and he suggested that the Iser Malacha is only Midivrei Kabbalah. In general, it's only Midivrei Kabbalah, and since Tishabav is the Rabbanan, they didn't want to impose the din of Isur Melacha, which is only Midivrei Kabbalah, on the Drabanan today of Tishabav. Rabbi Soloveitchik came up with a different answer. He raised this question in the beginning of the Shiur, and in order to do true justice to the answer, we'd have to go through much more of the Shiur than I can do at this time. But in the very end of the Shiur, he very succinctly gave an answer. He said, the Iser of Malacha that applies to fast days should be only limited to a day of Tshuva, a day of Kapara. In general, the fast days are days of Tshuva. The, as we know throughout Tanakh, the Navi always said, "What do I don't need the day of the fast." The same way the Navim always screamed that they don't need the karbanos. What they need is the inner feelings of the people. It's basically a day of tshuva, and uh, the haftorah that we read on Mincha on every fast day that we read on Tisha B'av as well. The Yeshua Hashem b'Matzal Kra'u b'Yosel Karov is obviously the Navi giving this message of tshuva which is the essence of the Tanis. So, the Pasuk that was quoted, Kitshu Sam Kiru Atzara Isfu Zakenim, means create the fast day in order to have a public assembly of Tshuva. And therefore, the Tanis is also B'mlacha. So, he says, since the Isa Melacha depends upon Tshuva, Tishabav is not a day of gathering people and a day of tshuva. It's a day of Avelis. So we saw today that Tishabav has in it a combination of the laws of Avelis and the, the, the laws of Tanis. The, some of the other dinim of Tishabav will also reflect one or two aspects of these halachas. Besides the Inuyim and the Isra Malacha that doesn't apply, I'd like to mention the law of Talmud Torah on Tishabav. Now we all know that Tishabav, Talmud Torah is Asr. In Shulchan Aruch, it says in Tav Kuf Nundalit that Asr Likros Batorah Nevi Muksuvim. 
ולשנוס במשנה, ובמדרש, ובגמר בהלוכס בגודוס, משום שנאמר פיקודי השם ישרים מסמכי לב. ותינוק קוס של בייס רבון בתהילון בו. A person is not allowed to learn any aspects of Torah, and the Shochnach quotes the pasuk, "Pikudei Hashem Yisharim Misamchi Leif." Torah makes people happy. Besides that halacha, the Shochnach says, "V'tinoka shabes rabban b'teilimbo." Schools are closed. Now, why are the schools closed? We know that you're allowed to learn on Tisha B'av the things that are considered sad by nature. Could you have the schools learn those things? Are the school children happy or unhappy when there's no school? It's an interesting phenomena that no matter who you are, somehow when you find the school is closed for the day, a person automatically feels a little happier. So, why are the schools closed? Do the children miss learning so much, the, the Taz says a very interesting point that I think has ramification for education in general. The, the, the Taz says, even though you're allowed to learn certain things that are not considered uh, pleasurable, but that would be only with you learn by yourself. But to learn with students is not because they're happy, because they are not happy. But the Malamed is happy. The teacher is happy. The Taz already pointed out that even when students don't want to learn and aren't happy about learning, but the happiness of the Malamed who teaches them is enough to forbid having classes on Tisha B'av. It reminds me of a Yerushalmi that's found in the second parak of in the first parak of Shabbos. The Gemara there says, the Mishnah says, you can't learn by, by candlelight on Friday night. We're afraid that you'll adjust the light. And the Mishnah goes on to say that students by their Rebbe are allowed to learn by candlelight. We're not afraid that they'll adjust the candle. Why are we not afraid they'll adjust the candle? So there's a very interesting controversy between the Bavli and the Yerushalmi on this point. In the Bavli, it says that the students are so afraid of their Rav, they have such Yiras HaKavod of their Rav, that there's no possibility that they'll adjust it. They'll be afraid in front of their Rav to adjust the light. However, in the Yerushalmi, it says that the students certainly will not adjust the light. The light is flickering, and it seems to go out, go out any minute. So normally a person would adjust the light in order to see better, to make sure it doesn't go out. Yerushalmi says the students would never do that, because they would pray for the light to go out. They would hope for the light to go out, because they don't want to learn. So you see, even in the ancient times, the Yerushalmi points out at least the in the Eretz Yisrael students were what we would call a little bit uh, mischievous and were anxious to miss school. So why would you really have to close school on Tisha B'av? But the Taz says the teacher always likes to learn. We know that the teacher likes to teach 
more than the students like to learn. So, as far as the teacher goes, it's usher. Now, if I remember correctly, the din of not learning was mentioned here two different halachas. One, you're not allowed to learn, and two, schools are closed. The Magin Avram already said, Nirali, li nire, the Asr lumo kalalim acherim. You couldn't, shouldn't learn with other people at all. It seems there's a separate issue of learning Torah barabim, of teaching Torah to others. If I remember correctly, Rabbi Soloveitchik used to point out that even the things that are permitted to learn, the idea of Tinoko Shabbos Rabbim Bateimunbo means you shouldn't have regular shiurim. That's what I vaguely remember, but I must be wrong because it's known that on Tishabav, Rabbi Soloveitchik himself used to teach all day Kinos. Maybe he just thought that Kinos he wasn't really teaching, but that's what he did. In Boston, it was known people came specially to say Kinos with the Rav because he spent the entire morning discussing the various Kinos and explaining them, it seems, Betzibur. So he obviously thought that that was permitted, although in general we, we would say Talmud Torah is Asur and Tishabav and Talmud Torah Betzibur. I don't know how that would work out. Might be a, a separate Easter. The one more law that I'd like to mention in this, in the concept of Tishabav, is the law of putting on tefillin. Now, the custom, of course, of the Ashkenazi Jews is not to put on tefillin on Tishabav. Now, an Avel does put on tefillin, except for the first day of Avelus. So, would we consider the day of Tishabav more than the first day of Avelus? It's certainly not Aninus. We do Davin on Tishabav. So why shouldn't we put on Tefillin? And it seems to be that the Svardi custom, based on Rishonim, is indeed to put on Tefillin in the morning as usual. The Ramban in his Chidushim, in his Torah Sa'adam, discusses the problem of putting on tefillin and says, you do put on tefillin on Tisha B'av. The Ashkenazi t- custom, of course, is in one hand, we want to show that it's a day of Avelus and we say, wrote the Pasuk, Pe'er Chavosh Melacha. Tefillin are considered a Pe'er. And we say the Pe'er should not be, this adornment of beauty should not be on Tisha B'av. However, since we don't really Paskin, it's Aser, the meaning, of course, is to put on tefillin in the afternoon of Tisha B'av. After Chatzos, we put on tefillin for Mincha. The basic point, though, is there's no real Easter of tefillin on Tisha B'av. Even if it's a day of Avelus, it's not a day of Avelus of the first day of Avelus, but it would be like, if at most, it would be like Shiva, and therefore, you really could put on tefillin. Our minig is to put it on only in the afternoon, whereas the Sephardi minig is to put it on in the morning. And Mir Hashem, we will be able to look at all these halachas as memories of the past to remember what once happened. In Mir Hashem, we should be zochet to the Bias HaMashiach, to the Binyan Beis HaMikdash,
במהרה וימינו.